Hello, strangers, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 17 of the Loot and Dagger Podcast, where we play Dungeons & Dragons, recorded, and allow you to access our inner demons. If you like what you hear, please spread the word and rate, subscribe, or comment wherever you can. Like an overpass, spray paint her name and take a picture. That'd be super cool. Speaking of spreading the word, I'm writing a new outro, and if you'd like to be a part of our shenanigans and fun, then make sure to leave a comment on our iTunes page. I'll work your name in somehow. It'll be, you know, fun, mildly inappropriate, but definitely entertaining. You have about two more weeks from the release of this episode, so do it. Now, let's tell some stories. Let loose in the underdog Victor's going nuts, it's just a start All he wants are biscuits and sunshine Now damn, these plant girls looking fine Matilda seeks power beyond imagination That is love thinks he's on vacation Tyrius, the weapon of a god Slicing evil without a second thought Damn, Loot and Dak are getting deep All dark, no light, makes a DM sleep happily When last we left our heroes. Our heroes agreed to bring supplies to Bleedenstone in exchange for information on a possible route to the surface world. Along the way, they had a cave party and ran into Zook, a crab-like demon claiming to be the right hand of the Demogorgon. Battle ensued, and of course our adventurers were victorious. We pick up now where Victor, Tiri, Vladislav, and Matilda catch their breath rest and continue on their way all right folks so on the road again yes i think we go to blink and stone and where's mama glitterstone oh i'm right here oh my goodness it is a great morning slash night it's the cave i don't know would anyone like any breakfast gruel oh i would love some breakfast gruel well, you'd be more than welcome to partake in the breakfast gruel. Vladislav, come sit next to me. Oh, yes, please. Terry admires his butt as he walks by. <laughs> I will uh, start ladling out the gruel to bowls and what's, start handing them out. What's the flavor of the gruel this morning? What would you like? You know, I'm actually kind of in the mood for some oatmeal with, you know, Maple and brown sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, wiggle a poof, there it is. <laughs> we got some maple and brown sugar flavor. Oh, you made a magic! So magical. Yes, I'm a magic man. Are you okay this morning? You seem... There's only so many mornings of gruel a man can take. Trapped in the caves. Yeah. I'm just... Okay. I would like some biscuits and gravy. I would okay. like some I would like some chicken fried steak. I would like some eggs, some bacon, most uh -huh. of a pig. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm tired of the caves and the spiders and the the weird alien space babies and I'm just ready to not be here anymore. Okay. Coffee 
Yes, please. <laughs> no, I'm saying I would like some coffee. Oh. I don't have any coffee. We're, we, we've been down here for months. There's I, no coffee you, beans. You know, you might have been hoarding them. So. Oh, no. I would have uh, I would have gone through my coffee stores oh. months ago. Right, yeah. Okay. Did you see how excited you were about coffee? And then how disappointed you were when there was no coffee? That is right. That's but, how well, I feel. There's a town. We're gonna we're gonna get to the town. And you think they have coffee in the cave town? They trade with the surface. They might. Well, let's. Well, I, I have no hope. But uh, if uh, but we will check to see. We that have a delightful. decent amount of funds, even if it's pricey. <laughs> yes. Uh, dear, Come how, on, how, how would you like your? You gotta. Uh, the maple and brown sugar. Sauce. We're gonna poof. Lovely. There you Thank go. That's uh. Yeah. Was a. Take one plain. Here you go. Thank you. <laughs> like plain gruel? Yes. You're a weird. Dude. He's an adventurous fellow. I. But that's. That's, that's really the bland. opposite of I mean, adventurous. Yeah, it's only blend if you food. make it blend. But well, it's comfortable it's and uh, to have your sugar and maple. Yeah. But uncomfortable to have plain gruel. One must be adventurous to be uncomfortable. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah. That is law of the adventurous. This is me. Yeah. No, well, no, no, that's no. a. Okay. No, no, no. All right. So let's uh, let's eat up and load up and move along. I like it. That sounds like a fantastic plan. That's <clears throat> yeah, very well. Just eat uh, and. Maybe talk to Mama Glitterstone and have make sure she's okay and get on to getting. I'm all right. Thank you for checking on Mama Glitterstone. That is what Thank we have you so to much. Escort you to Bling and Stone. So look, I happen to drop something right over there. Do you mind picking oh, it up, no, for Mama? No, of course, yes. Mind? Yeah. Yes, I, I, I'll bend over, pick it up. Press the oh. sparkles coming off my butt. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure. All right, then. We'll, we'll tell like, a bit. Let's go. And with that, whip crack and the spider mounts that are carrying your train. Of, How many uh, spiders survived? Did we lose any in the you fight? You lost no spiders. You have as many spiders as I said you had last time. All right. Which is I think one guy enough. hit, but he's all right. Yeah, yeah I think we I mean, healed him up so that we could keep going. I don't know if we healed him up. Yeah, we healed him oh, up. okay. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. let these hideous monstrosities go to waste. No, legs is okay. <laughs> so, well, we legs. Nice. Uh, while we push forward, um, Tiri's just going to uh, start rebraiding her hair um, into a, a different configuration of braids. Okay. Um, it starts out gold at the top and uh, changes color midway down to uh, like red and orange. So she's just gonna like completely re redo it just to have something to do with her hands. All right. I'm gonna as, as we're going, I'm gonna kind of. Quickly clap my spider up to Victor. Okay. Hey, Victor. Mm -hmm. I have a question. Um, since I travel with you, mm -hmm. uh, would me being, you know, this, uh, how would people in the port of Mist react? Would they be worried or? Based on your physical appearance? I don't. Well, in some cases and places that I've been, there's not been many of people like me. The place I was at before I was whisked away here um, was nothing but uh, elementals and a couple of dwarves and a beholder. Well, uh, we're not particularly racist, if that's what you're No, I just at. want to know. I don't want to make sure I don't scare no one. 
As long as you uh, behave in a polite and gentlemanly fashion, I can't imagine there would be any sort of issue. Okay, that would be fine. Plus, I want to tell you these biscuits and gravy you keep talking about. I mean, uh, I mean, in that uh, last town I was in, uh, there was that uh, zombie bartender. I was going to kill him for being a zombie, but he was awfully polite. It made it a fantastic uh, Minotaur sunrise, so I decided it would be uh, most improper to slay him. Well, as long as they don't hurt no one, I don't see issue with abominations walking around making life for themselves. Well, abomination is a bit of a strong word. I, I mean, I, I mean that that bartender's first life. Well, I don't know much about it, but uh, he's making a pretty good go of it in his second one. That's wonderful. And uh, well, I, I wouldn't consider yourself to be an abomination. I appreciate that. Uh, dermatologically challenged, perhaps. <laughs> I, 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 what do you mean? Well, you've got an awful rash. <laughs> I mean, it's just everywhere. It, what? I mean, it's just head to toe, just all bright red. Oh, that's my Perhaps skin. Perhaps it's salve or unguent. No, no, that's my skin. It's sort always of, this color. Some sort of ointment? Uh, no, 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 no. It's just, it's, it's fine. Some sort of elixir or potion? Some antifungal creams? <laughs> Am, am I fungus? I don't. I, I'm not particularly aware of your makeup. It's not makeup, makeup, it's my skin. Oh, that's. Hmm. Well, we can cross that bridge when we get to it. He looks around for a bridge. There are no bridges right okay. now. You guys are still been going through basically this long and, uh, tunnel that's been um, worn down, like it's uh, seen a lot of use over the years. So uh, this is a very, this seems like a, a heavy use tunnel that um, it actually has the, the markings of, you know, you guys are, you guys are pulling a wagon right now or have the, some spiders helping you pull like a train of wagons, basically. You can tell like this is where these type of wagons have been going back and forth for untold amounts of years. Okay. So uh, at this point, everything's kind of hollowed out and you actually start seeing um, statues come up. And these statues are of different gnomes and different poses. <laughs> and uh, a lot of them are like missing an arm or a leg or something. And, it's, uh, and this is because it's just worn out over the years and hasn't been kept up. And there's some spiders on some of them. Every so often you see a good one, like a really good one that, that's in full. And, it, and, it's, uh, and it's this gnome looking proud. And uh, behind, like one in particular, there's a uh, gnome who has a uh, like a ring on and he's holding up the ring and behind him is a um, and behind him is a a earth guardian of some sort like made of rock so it's like a two-part stone like a two-part statue it's fairly grand um, but you're starting to see that more and more and you're actually starting to see is the ring also work. made of stone yes okay so it's barely noticeable that barely it's noticeable ring at all. Okay. and <laughs> so ahead. what why what's with all these uh, gnome statues and history check or something sure 17. 17 is pretty good. So you're just kind of, are you trying to, you're trying to look at these statues and figure out, A, why do they have these statues, or what's the collective history of the city you're about to go to, based yeah. off these statues, right? Yeah. So as you guys go through, and it seems like there are definitely stories being told as you start, you saw, from the moment you saw the first statue, from the moment that you're seeing this, and there's some definite artwork where these gnomes are basically telling you the story of their persecution, in a sense that everywhere they've gone, they have been basically taken over, enslaved, and had to uh, rebel and find a new home. And Bleenenstone is apparently 
the landing spot that they are going to furiously defend because it is the last place they will ever, ever have a home in, the Deep Gnomes. So they are, and what you're, no, and, and one of the major pieces of history here is that not too long ago, probably uh, about 100 years ago, 50 to 100 years ago, um, in that time span, the drow had actually taken over Blingdenstone as punishment for the gnomes helping out parts of the surface world and the dwarves. So the gnomes had helped out some dwarves and surface mm-hmm. world people. The drow came through with a vengeance and just about obliterated everyone all the gnomes so the gnomes have just fought back at this point that's the last the last uh the last piece of statue you see before we actually start getting into where you can see the the glorious doors of bleeding stone Uh is the um basically a hero like a a hero looking statue okay and it looks uh every bit like jim jar really like similar or it is jim jar okay it is and it's like Jim Jar winking, and he's like got a thumbs up basically, but he also has his hand on a on a on a short sword. Yeah. It looks like he is a legendary hero of sorts hmm. called the Great Wanderer. Now, does it look like they've recently um, been fending things off, or does it look kind of recently battle worn? So as a, and this is because Matilda's been was the one doing the history check. She's kind of talking out loud, I think, and mm-hmm. maybe if you guys you want to do one more one more check, like this is you and. Like Vlad is love and uh, and Matilda kind of talking back and forth. Being what am I doing? History or yeah, just do or? it. Just do it. History, intelligence roll, whatever you'd like to do. Oh, intelligence. You oh, can okay. do intelligence. Um, that's be a nine. A nine? Yeah. Okay. Mm. So she's telling you everything about this history. But at the end of the day, what you can piece together from the very uh-huh. little that you're seeing as you're as you're going through this tunnel and through yeah. the history, very recently, like in the last fifty years or so, they have uh, they somehow broke free a drow. Threw the drow out, and now uh, here they are. Okay, so it was their town. It was taken over by drow uh, in retribution for helping surface yes. people, and then the gnomes took it back, and they took it back, being led by Jimjar. Now, here. some of this is also as you're talking about, because keep in mind you do have the elderly um, Mama Bling, um, Mama Glitterstone, and she's all. If you're talking out loud, she's like, "Oh yes, now." Jinja's a hero. Oh. He's such a hero to the people. I can't... Oh, I wish I would have met him. Oh, but he helped us out. It was so great. You should have seen the battle. He fought like a god. Oh. Bet you five gold you'd be disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) He always used to say that. Betting people things. Yeah, doesn't he owe us money? He owes everyone money. I... Every, okay. He's a bad gambler, and I mean that he's bad at it, you know. Can't help himself, though. Interesting. All right. Well, that's um, unexpected. Uh, really? I... I mean... Well, yeah, I really thought this annoying little guy who was, you know, trying to bet on absolutely everything. I didn't expect him to turn out to be a hero of the town we're headed to. Well, I mean, so sure, Terry's but... Terry's been listening to this whole... You just, they're all kind of writing notes together. Just. Fireballed a demon lord's tower and would dance with some mushrooms. Oh, and... Victor, you're, you're very jaded right now. I'm just saying, uh, and you, you found a, a fallen craft with a statue of your idol in it and her ghost. Yeah. Uh, this is not yeah, particularly really... surprising. I still want to go back considered. and investigate that for this? Sure. Was this Jim Jordan's travel companion? For a little while, yeah. He was uh, imprisoned with us, and we all broke out together. Oh, but perhaps he's here, and he can help us in some way? He can pay us the gold he owes us. That might help with that. 
If he's gambling. Yeah. I mean, it's not much. It's just the principle. Sure. No, of course. Hmm. And interest. So I guess let's uh, move on. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> At a certain point, the tunnel opens up into a vast, uh, into a just a vast opening of swords, like a vast cave network or a vast, uh, just a giant dome. And in front of you are large, very large, um, looks like bronze and steel-looking doors, like giant, giant doors, um, the size of buildings, and it's a wall that goes from the very left of the cave to the very right of the cave. Like, you cannot go further than where you're at right now. And these walls are huge. And when you you notice that there is a definitive front to this, because there's an intricate system of pulleys and levers, and there looks to be like an elevator system out. And right now, all the elevators are up top, and you see at the very top, going back and forth, are both, um, looks like rock guardian type things like earth monsters mm-hmm. and they are going back and forth and there's also some gnomes with uh looks like they have like short swords and bows and some have crossbows and some of them have uh looks like bracers that are glowing and uh the ones with glit bracers that are glowing they seem to be attached to a uh, an earth elemental of some sort and they are just all their rounds they're patrolling right? they're patrolling okay it's quite an impressive security system. Well, Madam Glitterstone. Oh yes. Okay, just uh, let's get up to the front, and uh, and I'll take it from there. Much obliged. We are unfamiliar with your customs. Mm. Uh, you got to stop right there at that rock, and there's this, there's this giant, uh, there's this like giant rock that protrudes. There's other rock formations and mm-hmm. things like that, but there seems to be one particular one. Because if you don't stop at that one, they're going to fire on you. So just stop at that rock. That's how they know. All right. Okay. I will uh, bring the cod up to the checkpoint rock. Checkpoint rock. Um, as you do that, when you get up to the checkpoint rock, um, out of the rock comes out an earth elemental. It just forms out of the rock. State your business. Supply run? Paper. We did. We we did receive papers. Oh, good. I'll, uh, mm. I will supply the golem the papers. All right. He grabs the papers, and uh, you see him form right back into the rock. And then, uh, at a, after about about a minute, you see some uh, a pair of lights start blinking off and on, out okay. out in the front wall. Mm-hmm. And you see a pair of uh, large elevator slowly come down from the wall. <laughs> Like big enough for the carts? Yes. Okay. These look like there's all kinds of ele- like there's all kinds of little uh, different sized elevator and pulley systems, mm-hmm. and these are like one of the bigger sizes. So yeah, you cargo elevator. Cargo right? elevator. That goes. Those lights mean we're good. Let's go now. We can do this. Okay. So does he just keep the papers? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I uh, will proceed uh, to the elevator. And we go. All right. Are they large enough for? Like, are we staying mounted on the spiders, or...? Once you get there, it seems like the uh, the cargo elevators are big enough just for the uh, for the actual wagons, but they start bringing up, like, individual elevators that start coming down, and with these are some actual gnomes with uh, spears, and a couple <coughs> of them have crossbows, and they come down along the side of the wall, too. Like, and... They have said nothing to you at this point. Looking at you, you guys, suspiciously, but they look like they're under orders to not 
impede your progress. Okay. Vladislav makes a point to smile at each one. Yeah, they're not amused. Well, I will uh, quietly and politely board an elevator. And there seem to, and there are four that drop down specifically. It feels like for you guys. Okay. What about? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, there's there's enough for each one of your NPCs too. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So Prince Darendale gets on one, and a couple of couple of the uh, the gnomes grab their spears, and they see Prince Darendale, and everyone. This is just letting you know. When Sarath attempts to get on the elevator, there is a row of. Uh, you can hear the hand the hand crossbows go. And they train it on Sarah. And you hear calling. Hey, whoa, back off. They do not like me here. They do not like me here. And Sarah is looking very worried right now. Uh, it's important that they feel safe. Until they actually attack, let's just proceed. Because they're being cautious. We're being cautious. We're all moving forward. No violent actions have taken place yet. So let's just proceed. And you see in their faces, there are a couple that look angry when they're looking at Sarah. Just angry. I'm gonna give him the stink eye back. Okay. And a couple are looking at you cross a little bit. Just so far, no one has said anything to you. I want to move and shift my my walk next to Seraph uh, and have like a little bit of contrast of somebody of like somebody has a f- extremely high charisma to maybe help dissuade some of the uh, fear. Maybe kind of it's like, oh, it's a dark elf. Oh, but he's beautiful. Yeah, throw me a charisma check to see if you can. Uh, Calm everyone's mind a little bit. And, uh... 13. Not necessarily calming anyone down right now. <clears throat> right now, they're, they... You can tell uh, that they kind of see it. Not that you're the enemy, but he is certainly the enemy. And now that you're buddying up to him, they're not necessarily happy with you. Anyone who's buddying up with Sarath right now. I mean, you're all in the same party. But the people who are, seem like they're protecting Sarath, those are the ones that now everyone's kind of drawing the the eye of these uh, of these guards. Yeah, whatever. I'm oh. used to it. But thanks for thanks for trying. This is what I do. I will wait in the elevator until the next thing happens. Mm-hmm. So the elevators start slowly lifting you up. And also, you see the wagons going up, and you see beside you there's uh, along along your perimeter basically are uh, are the uh, gnomes with their hand crossbows, still trained trained on really Sarath and anyone who is hanging out with Sarath now, Vlada's love and uh, Matilda. They don't seem to be paying as much attention to Victor and Tiri. They are very, uh, they still are paying attention in the sense that they are looking at you, but they're, they have a lot of, they have a lot of uh, ranged weapons trained on, on the most feared right now. At the very tippity top, you realize that um, there is one, one gnome who is more decorated than the other gnomes, and he is waiting for you right at the top as your elevators stop. And he has the paper in hand. He comes over to, uh, he's like, um, who's, who's your leader? Who do you consider a leader? We don't have one. It's all of us. Who, who wants to keep the paper? Uh, I had him last time, so I might as well. He, he brings him over to you. Just so you know, I, um, I want to thank you. That road has been blocked for some time now, and we haven't been able to get supplies to the, uh, to the mining camp, so, uh, what you've just done clearing through that road. I appreciate it. Yeah. Pleased to be of service. No problem. We do it again. Yeah, it said in the paper that you guys were going to help with that, and uh, we're definitely going to help you out in return. Oh, good. Much obliged. So, um, we want the... You need to probably speak to uh, Dorbo and Cinny, but uh, right now they're a little preoccupied. Um, and he looks around at all of his guards who are very nervous, and, he, and he's just like, guys, 
guys, everybody just calm down, all right? And everyone starts kind of coming, like, actually, just leave, just leave. You guys just leave. And the rest of the guards kind of scatter a little bit, except for a couple that have to stay. He goes, um, all right, um, I'm going to take you to where we, uh, where we keep guests, if that's okay. You guys can get, uh, seems like you guys need a shower and, uh, oh, yeah, that would be nice. That'd be really nice. Maybe some food, maybe some, uh, actual food. Actual food. We'll take care of you. Victor, in town. I'm sorry, what was your name? My name is Lindo. Lindo Jackson. Hi, Lindo. Nice to meet you. At this, because it's so similar, Mm -hmm. uh, anybody who is sort of around will see Teary bristle Mm -hmm. just a bit. Just, Mm -hmm. just not at him, but just like the. He kind of looks at him like, you all right? Oh, fine. Yeah, nice to meet you, Lindo. Yeah, yeah, Uh Lindo. Lindo Jackson. Well, it was so nice to make your acquaintance, Mr. Jackson. Hey, I'm gonna, again, I have a brother that's out over there, and I was really worried about him. Um, he, he's the one who wrote this note, so I'm really glad that he's uh, still alive. Who's, who's your brother? He's the yeah, one the that, fellow we spoke with last time. Right. Yeah. That one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was trying to remember his name. Yes, well, best that we don't. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you do see, uh, he's like, oh, and I also see that you brought mama back yeah she's very excited to be back home oh my god linda would you believe your brother said that i had to come back here for some reason i wanted to see the world a little bit but now i have to come back to blindenstone speaking of which mr jackson you are aware of how to get to the surface from here and he looks at you and he's like yes and that is a matter for adorbo and Cinny. If I were to tell you, it'd be breaking code. Sure, sure. Wh- which code is this? Outsiders. We can't really let them know how to, anything about our operations. Or you see, the way to the surface world from here is directly through our city. That's so. understood, but uh, I should think that probably outsiders who want to remain outsiders and go, I don't know, back outside? Trust me. I want you back outside. Alright. Not that I dislike you at all, but Yeah, you look I like... mean, that was a little... No, I just... No, it's fair. We're all strangers here. Mm. It's, uh... I've just already heard stories. Well, alright, fine. Time for a shower and food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, whereas... All the cities you've seen so far have been run down, fucking weird, all that good stuff. Blindenstone has had the remarkable trait of looking like a city that you, like, like Victor goes, and could, could probably say like, oh, this is a real city. Cause it does look like that. There's a lot of steampunky kind of stuff going on too. There's a lot of machinery, old style machinery, like bronze and things. You see like- People a, walking around with goggles for no yes, obvious reason. There is a lot of that. And there's also like actual like, like looks like street lights with a nice magic hued uh, street lights that are going across these different streets nice. and interconnections and things like that. Right across from this, so this, so you guys are at the wall and he's, and, and as you're talking to Lindo, he's, he kind of says, yeah, so you just came up to the wall. Um, there was another way to get through the wall, but we, in, for our 
our defense, we now we install these uh, we install these elevators instead of opening the gate. Instead of opening the gate, and mm -hmm. directly across from the gate, if the, even if the gate was open, you mm -hmm. see a very intricate maze system that actually leads um, to the city proper. Mm -hmm. And right now, Lindo is taking you down another elevator as he's talking to you, and he's uh, and he's taking you through a. Um, through the maze. Okay. All across on the tops, you still see um, guards with hand crossbows and a couple of them that have really fun looking larger crossbows. And they're just like, and you see some of them have lights on them that are like, and you see like a little light beam on you. Oh, fancy. Training it on you guys as you're walking through. <laughs> if I fell as love notices one on him, I'll press to take like 20 more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Going through this maze system takes a while, and unless you have pure photographic memory, you would not be able to remember it. Oh, good thing I do. Yep. So, it seems like a defense on top of defense. Okay, good call. Yeah. And at a certain point, he gets to what seems to be just a blank door, and he kind of just, and he just like knocks on it. The blank door just falls down into the ground, and there is now a cityscape. And a city is a city of gnomes. Okay. All with, yes, goggles, there's street vendors, there's a couple people like, 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 get your lizards on a stick, get your lizards on a stick. Ooh, get your lizards on a stick. They're on a stick and they're lizards and they're good. Glad it's yeah. get a lizard on a stick. Mm -hmm. Slowly trailing you behind is Mommy Glitterstone, who's like, I'll just be honest, like, <clears throat> I had all my bags packed and I was ready to go just see the world is what I wanted to do. You know, the cave world. I just want to see it. I've never been outside. It's dreadful. Oh, Don't dear. worry about it. It's really not that great. <sighs> it's mostly just a lot of rock. If you need Mama Glittis, now she starts walking out into the city proper. She turns around to you guys. If, if you need help from Mama Glittis, don't just come and find me. Lindo knows where I live, okay? I'm going to go stay with my... I think I'm going to stay with my least favorite grandchild, but at least that one will let me stay with him. Okay, and then she right. starts walking off. Bye, Mama. Hmm. Nice Bye, to meet lovelies. you. Bye, lovelies. Especially you over there, my knight in shining armor, and you with a nice tail. I never knew I liked tails before you, by the way. They are very nice. Yeah. Mm. Your know, presence she... has been a blessing. <laughs> And there's a lot of wagons like the ones you've seen and yes a lot of uh still the the spiders mounts that you guys were using there's some stalls and and uh places where they they keep them in front of looks like saloons mm -hmm. that kind of stuff so there's all that going there's actual cobblestone uh pathways that start appearing and you also see a whole team of like construction gnomes that are building things up just a little glance shows that this main city center that you're in right now yeah. is the most built up thing and is very recent. And if you can even just peer off and you see buildings that are in ruins and you see other things that are just uh, in pieces. So they are, looks like this is a consistent just building themselves back up look to it. But right. the city center is, by the way, pristine. I don't think Victor's seen cobblestone pathways since Mistport at this point. Mm -hmm. so. It is very almost like a city. You do smell the faint. Uh, you do smell the city vendor, like the the vendor foods, and these are very close to home. Just off, like it's like mm. it's like visiting a foreign country. They're you know they're 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 street foods and stuff. But you see, I don't know if you've ever seen this before. Um, it looks like a flower type thing, but it's wrapped up, and there's meat inside the flower. And there's a there's a sign out that says tacos. Mm -hmm. Gonna go eat a taco right now. Just oh, you wouldn't care. 
I, w- I would say just ask what sort of meat is in there, but it's probably nope. best not to know. And even if you did, I doubt you'd care. It's it's street food. You don't ask. You just eat it. I'm going to see what sort of food they have at the hotel. And you do notice when you get there to the taco, it is the daily surprise taco. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only thing you offer, the daily surprise. All right. At this particular... Surprise me. All right. He puts two tacos in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And these look like tacos. These are these are nice, big, fluffy, flowery things. And in the middle of some meat that, I don't know, it yeah. looks good. It's yeah. sizzling. Yeah. And, and it smells good, right? You, and well. the money, they're just not worried about it. And the guy yeah. does eye you, by the way, like strangely. It's like, all right, um, here's two tacos for you. Thank you. How much? Oh, for you. Um, well, let's go with two silver. Okay. I can give him some money. You, you guys are stupid rich at this point. So yeah. 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 Give him some okay. money. He put he gives you some tacos. All right. Hey Sarah, you want a taco? I have never had a taco. Alright, well I got two. Here, eat it. He starts eating it. He's like, This is changing my life. Right? This is Street so food. good. Terry will get two tacos from him. Okay. Uh Victor, are you mm. gonna eat the tacos? <sighs> Your expression says you don't really trust what's in it. I have... Vladislav will eat the taco. Vladislav is at the lizard on a stick vendor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they give you uh, lizards Terry, on a stick? Terry will give me your best lizard yeah. on a stick. Yeah, and they are grilled lizards, like charcoal, uh, blackened lizard. There's also a lightly grilled lizard. Mm-hmm. There's this guy is doing... He's just like grilling them. Oh, they're dipping you, sauces? Oh, there's a collection of dipping sauces. <laughs> something that looks a lot like mustard. Hmm. Something that's... Uh, Neon green and glowy. Neat. And it's called the uh, alchemist sauce. I get that one. But the vendors are like right near each other, right? So I wouldn't go back with lizards. Yeah, you're in a you're in a corridor now where there's a bunch of there's a bunch of vendors for just about everything, especially street food is here. But there's a bunch of vendors. There's lizards on sticks. There's uh, there are taco stands. Yeah. And uh, there's also uh, just nick places. Is there funnel cake? Oh, and a funnel cake. Oh, of course, there's a funnel cake. Oh, good. There's got it's not street food unless there's a funnel cake. Well, if we're talking fried pastries, and I'm back in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, so, I'll look uh, around Victor, and see like you where. Are, uh, from your perspective, by the way, funnel Should cakes are—they're okay. a Mistport thing. Like funnel cakes are like—is it fried? It's a Mistport thing. <laughs> You've never seen a funnel cake anywhere else, but yet here it is in Blaine and Stone. Yeah, I, I will gorge myself on funnel cakes. <laughs> and it is tasty. It is super tasty. This is the first time I think you had. Not real food, because this is fried, fried mess of, of stuff. But this no, is it's, real food. This is real food. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll, in my mind, you guys are walking down the street, and there's Lindo, who's trying to take you to this hotel, and he's, he's like, oh, I will wait. And he's and as you guys are going to these different vendors, he mm-hmm. is going up there as well and calming people down. Yeah. Because you don't see any other humans or tieflings or whatever. Um, any around. of our kind. Any of your kind. And you got to remember, you also have um, Prince Darendel, right. who's this big giant. But he's like, he's acting proper. He's like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I believe I would like a lizard on a stick as well. They are, uh, they're very good. It tastes uh, like glowing sauce. Glowing sauce. Oh, my. Is there anything that I should be aware of this glowing sauce, or it's just sauce? Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> whenever you consume this glowing sauce, you get five temporary hit points. Cool. Um, Eldiff is still sauce. with us, too, right? Mm-hmm. 
The sauce is a little it's extra. It's it's ten ten silver. It's okay. okay. Oh, this is with is with you. All as right, well. but they're probably not freaking out about her because she's just a dwarf. No, they are actually they're, like, they're okay, okay with, with her. her. Yeah, they're okay with her, and a couple couple people assume that you guys are her captors, <laughs> or uh, or uh, or she has captured you guys and that ah. you are her prisoners. Well, so that'd be pretty badass of her. I gotta say, <laughs> would be badass for her. Yeah. I'm just gonna be standing by the uh, the funnel cake stand, just eating funnel cake, staring off into the middle distance, just silent and reverent and blank. As soon as I finish one, I'll put more money down on the counter and get another <laughs> one. I will, I will eventually walk into the Did I lose it? No. Funnel cake only. You took the legs really good. Oh, no. Terry will have oh, traded no. uh, Taco for a lizard from Vladislav. Did you try this? I know. Right, it's good. What are you eating? I want a taste of that. It's a nonstick. Oh, right. So I take the lizard and then, like, I'm just going to see what else there is and sample everything, yeah. including the funnel cake. Absolutely. So you can you can have a funnel cake. Now, at this point, I believe that uh, the cartoon moment of this is mm-hmm. Victor buying him out, buying this, the, <laughs> the vendor stand out. Because there's only one yeah. vendor doing funnel cakes. And these are right. gnome sized funnel cakes. Yes. These yeah. are tiny. They look like bagels, basically, right? Right. So, uh,. So yeah, no, these are gnome-sized funnel cakes, and I think Victor's just plop, plopping them in his mouth and just mm-hmm. staring off. I love that. I love that scene. Yeah. If I were on the surface, I'd be sick and hating myself right now, but this is this is the only thing I have. <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah. And in oh, the, uh, and for the first time in months, I'm gonna I'm gonna summon Royce. <laughs> yes. Because I. I didn't want to subject him to the horrors of the Underdark. I didn't want him to see what I've become. So, but I, yeah. but I need him to eat some funnel cake with me. Uh, Royce to... appears on your shoulder, and you can see that you know, little uh, that that sniff mice do when they're, yeah. and they have they're up on their their, their hind right, legs. Buddy. It's yeah. funnel cake time. It's funnel cake time. He goes squeak, and he just rushes down, and he takes his own funnel cake, and it's just, <laughs> and he's just chewing it, and just. Like still giant in his little rat hands, yes, just it's so giant. But he's just like nom 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 squeak. Nice. Nom nom. I wonder if I was to shrink Victor and the funnel cakes remain the same size, if he could just get more funnel cake out of it that way. Don't don't make don't make a weird man. It's <laughs> it's fine. This is good. Yeah. So there's all kinds of little knickknack shops, and you realized here that there's also like a lot of. Yeah, there's there's some vendors that do some steampunky things. There's some uh, there's vendors that do all kinds of they're all gnome kind of clothes stuff. But then there's a couple of vendors that have what look like surface world items. Okay. And cool. one vendor in particular, there's a there's just a human there, just kind of looking bored. And he looks at you guys and he's like, Oh. Hey, human. My fellow human. Wow. Oh, good lord. You're either in a lot of trouble or you are a lot of trouble. Which are you? What? You're here too. I know. Oh. <laughs> so you're a lot of trouble is what you're saying. Mm, I'm in a lot of trouble. Oh, okay. What kind? Yes. <laughs> is this, is this a, a human and he's just, And he's just this human. And, and uh, he looks like he's wearing all kinds of silks and like... Oh, and he has like a like a, a jacket that looks like it has way too many collars on it, that okay. kind of thing. Yeah. He has All like right. a Mr. T thing going on with his uh, necklaces, but he looks younger, probably around 25-ish. And okay. He's, he's got his hair kind of really slicked back. He mm-hmm. has some tattoos coming up out of uh, over his neckline, basically. So. All right. So he's there, and he looks every bit the I don't know, just a young suave hustler look to him. 
I'm gonna walk up with an armful of funnel cakes. <laughs> just, just probably still talking with funnel cake in your mouth. Royce on my shoulder, also eating a funnel cake. Mm-hmm. Just what y'all up to? What's going on? There's another human. He waves at you. What's your name, fellow human? Jack. Hey, Jack. I'm Matilda. That's Victor. I was so pleased to make your acquaintance, Mr. Jack. Mm. Vladislav. Hello. Thierry. Hey, Seraph. Hey. So. Uh, oh, so he, he looks over. It's like, wow, you guys got quite a group going on. What are you? Uh, what are you in for? Yeah, we're not. Prisoners were passing through trying to get back to the surface. Good luck with that. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. You must obviously know how to get back, or at least know something. Yeah, if he did, he'd probably be back. Mm-hmm. Well, he did say they he don't trust trouble. me enough to uh, let me out, if that makes sense. Why is that? Are you not trustworthy? No, I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm not trustworthy at all. What'd no. you get for sale? Right, uh, but a person who's uh, honest about not being honest, mm-hmm. is that... It's really weird, isn't Can it? Can I really... No, it's not that particularly no? strange. Okay. Mm. No, I'm just paying off my debt to the uh, to the guild, so... what did yeah. you do? Um, How much? I stole from the wrong people up there, and they dumped me uh, down here. So and, that implies uh, there is a right person to steal from. Oh, there are definitely a right people. Not here, though. Do not steal here, also. That's not great. Mm. And uh, you notice he hasn't moved from his, um, from his stall? Mm-hmm. And uh, at a certain point, you hear chains. Oh, he's shackled. He, he's shackled. You know, okay. Just working off my debt. But eventually, you guys trying to, obviously trying to get to the surface world, huh? Yeah, we are indeed. Huh. What you got for sale? Uh, and he kind of, he looks over and he has some, um, these look like surface world trinkets. Nothing of... Touristy t- junk. T- touristy junk. Oh. There is a Mistport snow globe, though. Missport snow globe, and he's just kind of pulling out some things. This is tourist junk, but you know, the guild. Uh, maybe next month they'll bring uh, actually something worthwhile for me to sell. Sorry, what guild? Um, Centaurium. Oh. Terry's gonna yeah. look at Matilda. Big secret up top, but down here, they don't, they don't care because no, no humans. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I stole from the wrong person. Okay. You, yeah. You stole from them. Yes. What'd you steal? Oh, it's not. It's not. Let's not worry about it. Anyways, so, uh, yeah. Did you steal a card? There's a long pause, like I just did. Uh-huh. And he looks at you, and he goes, <laughs> Now, wouldn't that be weird if I stole a... Why would I steal a card? What makes you think I would steal a card? Hmm? Hmm? Yeah. Why would I steal a card? What's 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 a card worth down here? A Nothing. lot. Is it? A fair penny. Yes, I stole a fucking card, okay? I did. Yeah? Yeah. Did they take it back from you? Oh, I can't find it. It's hidden. Where? It is, uh... It's hidden in this port. Okay. What would, uh... You be willing to barter for it? My freedom? Yeah? And money. Okay. Really? That's it? Okay. Yeah. Well, we're here passing through this gnome territory. We're going to gain some trust with them. They're going to let us out. I'm not going to betray that trust by, uh... I'm asking a question, Victor. Whatever laws they have here, he is under them. Sure. He's broken quite a few, uh, apparently. By his own free admission, Mm -hmm. we are not freeing one of their rightful prisoners when they are trusting us to to leave here. 
Um, right. At this point, uh, Lindo kind of looks at you guys and says, we should probably get going. Yeah, all right. You know, and uh, and Jack looks at you guys and goes, uh, uh, look, under contract, um, was in Tarium. Uh, well, you're under contract, can we buy you out? You can talk For to, uh, you can talk to the digger monster. sound, can we buy you? Probably. Uh, who would we talk to about that? Uh, Dorbo and Cinny. They have a contract with the Zentarium to keep me here. Sell their stuff. And those are the people we have to speak to anyway, right, Lindo? Yes. All right, so as tasteless as slavery <clears throat> is, it's at least uh, legal within the bounds of this society. Absolutely. Not to mention they want to thank us anyway for clearing the road. Well, I imagine that's going to come as a payment for at least letting us out. But uh, perhaps yeah. we can uh, make for some extra arrangements. Anyway, we'll get there when we get there. All right, Lindo. Thank you, Jack. See you later. Bye. Lindo takes you to this, looks like a hotel. Looks like an old school kind of uh, saloon Wild West hotel. And it's okay. bigger than a lot of the other buildings. She was like, this is where um, the assistant up there will uh, help you get to your rooms. Already let them know ahead of time to be expecting you. If you need me, just let them know. They'll let me know. Enjoy yourselves. It'll probably be about 24 hours before uh, you can see Dorbo and Cinny. Okay. And he walks off. At the front of these saloon doors are a couple of guards that came, were actually walking with you guys. And they, mm -hmm. they kind of post up in front of those saloon doors. Eyeing you guys, you walk in. I make a big entrance. <laughs> as you do, there is... There are uh, a clap of thunder behind me as I it. step in. And butterflies. Yeah, so... Clap of thunder, like uh, butterflies come up a behind gust you. Dust of wind blowing. Dust of wind, and there is, uh, you interrupt some piano. Show me to your kitchen. You've <laughs> <laughs> um, just eaten a whole cartload of funnel cakes. How can you possibly want to go to the, I don't understand you, Victor. I'm trying Months really hard, theory. and I just don't. Months of gruel. I understand, he's going to make himself ill. I'm a man of God and healing. If I make myself ill, I can make myself right again and start all over for as long as necessary. And it is necessary. Hey, Lord, protect you from yourself. <laughs> oh, I have time more looking after me. At a certain point, uh, the front desk goes, oh, you're here for food? We have a restaurant upstairs. How's this? Let's start with this. Ten gold, give me free reign of your kitchen. Uh, Shakely, the dwarf, takes your gold. Are you serious? He uh, takes out a device, and it looks like a crystal, and he kind of taps a few things on it. He goes, some uh, humans coming up. Uh, cook anything he wants for as long as he wants it. You can go up, and there's a spirally kind of staircase that goes up to this, what looks like a, a fairly nice uh, restaurant. I will go up the staircase. I will look to see where the waiters are coming out from. Mm -hmm. I'm going to barge into the kitchen. <laughs> I'm going to take stock of all of their supplies. Okay. And I'm going to start making myself meals out of whatever is the least disgusting. <laughs> Jerry's just going to sit and watch this meal. Is this what you do in the surface? I generally have this people do this for me. But, attempting uh, to get home to. I, I, uh, I, I am a man of few talents, but one of them is cooking. He has uh, barged into the kitchen of the restaurant at this hotel and has now started to uh, go through their drawers and 
you know, their their meat locker and all that stuff. And what you find are a lot of lizard meats, different mm-hmm. kinds of like spider meats, mm-hmm. different kinds of um, just like animal meats that you've never seen before, but you can kind of feel your way around. Anything it. here come from a mammal? Yes. What is it? It is a mammal meat that's been stripped of uh, any of it. Like this, but it, it looks parts. like a, maybe a cave cow. <laughs> Some kind of cave cow, cave cow thing. Some sort of... It was probably non-sentient. It came from a mammal. Yeah. It's red meat. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, we're going to call it a cave cow. <laughs> All right. If you want to give it a name... Some, some sort of dire bull. <laughs> dire bull. It was a dire... It was a, it was a dark dire bull. <laughs> nice. All right, Tira, you want to learn how to cook? Uh, sure. Oh, let's do this. <laughs> I'm going to... Tira will uh, put out... Um, she's going to... I, I'll need just one second, please. Bling. She will. Shut up. <laughs> um, she will start like unstrapping armor because at this point we're still. Oh, you guys are still in your full battle regalia. Mm-hmm. Like you just came in, you haven't even gotten to your rooms yet. But uh, oh. at this point, the uh, the host staff has started to uh, take customers out of the like. We're sorry, but uh, right now you're you're. You know, you're going to have to... Uh, they're welcome eat. to stay if they want to. There's going to be enough food for everybody. Everyone leaves. <laughs> Terry's going to, like... Um, so I, I kind of uh, picture in my head that she's um, doing that thing where, like, she just keeps removing things and, like, daggers come <laughs> out from dag- places. Yeah. And then she, like, daggers. reaches, you know, way back, kind of... Just, there's and another then there's one. a pile of armor twice her size. <laughs> yes. that somehow took off. Yeah, um, and here there are uh, basically a collection of large circular wooden, uh, like zerkwood tables and stuff. So you can kind of set right outside the kitchen. So I can imagine your characters just placing all your armor yep, there. Yeah, just piling it up. <laughs> I'm leaving all of my armor on. Uh, I'm going to put my backpack in the corner. I'm going to find a piece of uh, white cloth. I'm going to tear off a strip and tie it around my forehead. <laughs> okay. It's time to get going. I adjust the chef's hat <laughs> that Vladislav has uh, magic done to my head. That's right. And I'm going to uh, grab a couple Pinky. of big knives, and I'm going to start uh, slicing and dicing this uh, side of uh, cave meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, various different strips, some strips, some chunks, some fillets. Terry's watching, learning, because she's <laughs> making mental note of different ways to slice through flesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's not squeamish of it. Gonna pull out some various of their oils. I'm sure they have some oh, standard they have vegetable some oils, some mushroom they have some, oils. They do, and uh, Gordon just Ramsay like uh, under dark, it's like Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> under dark kitchen. But it's no spice. There's no seasoning. No seasoning. It's bland. Um, yeah, there's a whole drawer here of uh, like a whole wall, really, full of these different spices, and some of them are labeled like. Uh, uh, surface world like seasonings that you're you are familiar with mm-hmm. and these um, if you notice like these seem the rarest there's not as much of it as the other seasonings and stuff so um, but there are some surface world seasonings here um, and there is a gl- like a, a there's a just like the the sauce the dipping sauce that uh, Vladislav had that uh, seemed magically infused yeah there's a whole glowing orb of that too well I'm uh... I'm going to be polite and uh, sparingly use the surface world spices. I'm going to use them, but I'm not going to go yeah. crazy on them. Those and, are expensive. Uh, right. 
and uh, I'm going to familiarize myself with the underworld spices and I'm going to start making a stew with some of the chunked meats. Mm. I'm going to uh, find some of their grains and uh, make a breading for some chicken fried steak. I am going to see if I can uh, whip up something like uh, something like a biscuit batter. And uh, there's not much that needs to go into gravy. There's some flour and some fat and some spices. And so good to go. Terry will help him like with the initial preparation, and then once he starts actually putting the things in, she's gonna uh, kind of like shift to another station um, and start pulling out all of the sugars and any any sweets that she can find. Uh, yeah, we're creams. in an episode of uh, the Kitchen Nightmares right now. <laughs> this is great. She's gonna make. She's gonna start with the confections. Okay. You've got the main course. I've got dessert. Sounds good to me. Elvish you, uh, cakes. Be a little pinch of this, a dash of that. A My mother taught me how to make uh, elf sweets. Oh well, that is exciting. I can't wait to find out what that's like. Sarah is just uh, kind of standing right outside the kitchen, always within uh, arm's reach of Matilda at this point, but just looking at the uh, kitchen going, this this is like magic at work. <laughs> it yeah. smells, because you can start to smell it, and just like, there is so much passion in what you're doing right Come now. here, make yourself useful, start this bowl. Oh. And I just yeah. like shove a bowl of batter into his hands. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look at him and be like, Bink. He looks. Yeah. So he, get, <laughs> he so gets. So what is a the hat? He gets a chef's hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Does that have a spider on it? <laughs> no. No. Because okay. he's. he's right uh, Matilda, I. Uh, that's Just, something that needs doing. I think uh, you would quite enjoy. Well, I was gonna go shower and come down in time for food. Uh, press the digitate your grime away. <laughs> you are clean as a daisy, because daisies are notoriously clean. Now, <laughs> all you need to do is take this large chunk of meat. Go to that meat grinder and then just grind up this once living flesh into oh, okay. a mash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought you might like that. Hey, Matilda. Yeah. Beak. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. The meat grinder. I cock it slightly to the side. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The meat grinder is made of bronze and has all kinds of clockworks that don't seem like like you don't need that much clockwork on it. But there's there it is. There's all this clockwork and you and you and you put things through the meat grinders. It is a uh, comically big. Yeah. Uh, for a gnome, right? But just the right size for you. Oh, good. So there's, yeah. And uh, yeah. the gnome, uh, the gnome cooking staff that was there, they're just kind of like looking at their feet. Um, uh, and one of the, the the head chef comes out. And you. He's like, Do you have cutters? Come over here. I need you to cut out this stew. Um, yeah. Right. Get to work. All right. And I just like start shoving bacon things. Gonna pour out some spices in a bowl and place them next to Matilda. Uh, once all that meat is ground, if you can yeah. just mix in those spices, it'll be good to go. Am I making meatloaf? Well, uh, we'll we'll make in as close to sausage as we can get in this place. It's gonna oh, be important for later. Sausage. You have casings? Well, I don't know if we have casings yet, but uh, it, the, the the meat and the spices are the most important part. Uh, Indeed. On it. I was gonna walk up to Victor. What can I do? I've got, he looks yeah, very excited. I'm, I'm just like, I'll. There's here, a, yeah. Whip this uh, into a cream. Go. Make oh, it make it fluffy. Bink. <laughs> he binks yes. a little. He, he starts whipping. Whipped cream. Mm. Because Terry's gonna eat everything that Jenny is a player cannot. <laughs> She's gonna eat like heavy, heavy creams and dairy and all of the <laughs> things that would send me to the hospital. Mm. As you guys are making your surface world foods, this chef, who, uh, by the way, on the menu has a couple of surface world items, but think of it like, um, yeah, like Americanized Chinese food or something. Right, yeah. Like, he's looking, he's like, I 
Is this how you make that? That's mm -hmm. actually how you make it? Well, this is how we make it back home. Oh, and he's like just in awe. So we have the head chef just... Uh, yeah, take notes if you want. Mm -hmm. This is yes, going to be he's, magnificent. He's got like a pencil in his, uh, you know, his jam in his ear. Then <laughs> uh, he takes it out and he starts writing down notes. Vladislav, darling, it's it's gonna start like overflowing the bowl. You you can stop Vladislav now. Yeah, just give give it back, darling. Whipping. Yeah, he's whipping the cream. <laughs> and it's just like foaming over the bowl. Keep in mind, you do have to describe your actions. Yes, this is an audio medium. Yeah, Vladislav is uh, furiously whipping the cream. He like gets it, like it starts just <laughs> getting all over. It's like hanging off of his horns because it's just whipped into his mouth. <laughs> no, this is now the Muppets cooking show. That's that's, what, that's what's going on. Like this. Uh, that's, y yep, that's, uh, I don't think we'll need all that, thank you, and she, like, takes it out. She'll do, ask do, the, do, do, do. the head gnome, uh, for Jeff, uh, citrus, you know, lemons and oranges and things. And he kind of looks at you like, uh, Do you know what scurvy is? Yeah? What do you eat to combat scurvy around here? Oh, yeah, come over. And he, and he pulls out, and there's a, there's a whole, like, a refrigerator, like a, a side-door refrigerator he opens up, and there's all kinds of concoctions in there. And they're labeled with different kind of, un, like, like underdark-style, like, acidics and things like that. And he's like, I think you mean something like uh, this? And there's one, and it's very close to what you're asking for. Okay, just, like, for some zest. Yeah. Just lemon zest. Mm-hmm. I make... all kinds of under, un, Some sort of dark citron. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically, I'm making uh, like scones. It's probably called Zeus or something. Yeah, <laughs> Terry's uh, cooked up uh, scones and cream and every mm. every sort of uh, <laughs> confection and dark citron or perhaps another lemon. Another <laughs> 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 lemons? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, the sympathy of limes. I need this to be a thing. So setting up the scene, the entire party now is is. is furiously uh, cooking as a team. For the first time, <laughs> you guys are actually a team, and you're doing it through the power of food. I'm gonna bring food out Roy's to help spice some things. <laughs> just Roy's pick up little sh shakers with both of his arms <laughs> and just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, spice. He does it. Yeah, he, but he looks spice. up and he looks over at uh, he looks over at everyone and he looks at all your hats, and then he, uh, he climbs back in your pocket <laughs> and he comes back out and he has a... Oh, yeah. it's a little Roy's I have to nice. make your stuffed Royce a, a, a chef's hat chef's now. Hat now so now Royce, little Royce the rat, the regal rat, now has a chef's hat on. And he comes back out and he's putting uh, spices on different parts of the food. Nice. He's like shaking big <laughs> salt shakers, basically. You can do it, Royce. Good and job. He's, he's like, and he has like, he's wiping the, the sweat from his brow, you know. And uh, outside of that, um, so you guys are actually on a, the, this this restaurant, uh, this restaurant overlooks the main lobby downstairs. And uh, just painting the scene here, you guys are all in the kitchen, acting as a team. You have Royce doing things. You have uh, Seraph doing things. Uh, Prince Darendel is simply at one of the tables already with like a fork and knife, just kind of <laughs> putting it out in a very fancy way. He's, he's, right. he's actually taking all the uh, all the cutlery that's here. He's like, uh, this is all wrong. No one here went to school? <laughs> what are you, heathens? We finally get to a nice dinner and ah, uh, 
So he's going around and making sure everything is royally perfect. He's doing like all the Mater Dee stuff. Mm-hmm. And just so, because uh, uh, Victor and Thierry are both uh, trained in the uh, in the arts of, of, you know, fine things. And uh, he's doing it perfectly, by the way. Nice. Just okay. perfect. Excellent. And uh, I'm going to bring him a glass of water with a slice of nether lemon <sighs> on it. Just... Oh, thank you. Oh, my goodness. It's like... Oh, oh, this is just a little slice of heaven. You're doing excellent work, oh, Your Majesty. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, the bothersome work I just did, though. Oh. But you did it so well. Oh, he takes the biggest and most grandest uh, chair, and he sits in it. He pulls it up to the table that he's going to assume that everyone's going to sit on. And uh, the only one not doing anything at this point is Eldith, who is uh, looking over the balcony down at the lobby and at the male dwarf that is uh, uh, running the show, or run, hey, running hey. the lobby. And she has something of a uh, grin on her face. You could swear you could hear her say, it's hunting season. <laughs> <laughs> do, we, do we notice this from the kitchen? Oh, yeah. I mean, I he, ca- it's, it's not hidden. It's no, not hidden. Vladislav looks over and he casts a message on the dwarf and says, talk to her. <laughs> and then he goes back in the kitchen. The, uh, yeah, you guys can't see it, but there's certainly some form of uh, ancient dwarven cat and mouse game that is right now being probably played. Probably more so from Eldith. And right. she is just like. It, she's, you can also hear her just say, uh, oh, it's been a while. <laughs> nice. Well, there's a saying amongst my people in times like this. I believe it goes, get it, girl. (laughs) (laughs) She, uh, at a certain point in your adventure, she did, like, get a hammer or something, right? She has some kind of tool, and she kind of grips it, and she goes, oh, I will. (laughs) Nice. Oh, I will. And she looks back at you guys, I think I'm going to go ahead and retire to my room. (laughs) Have a good night. Go for it. Rest well, <laughs> or whatever it is. She looks. Mm. Some rest will happen. Have fun dreaming about dwarf. I'll save I you like a plate. reality much better. And she starts uh, going down the stairs. And I. You, yeah, she's going she, to her room the long way around. The long yeah. way around. We'll save a plate for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. It's fine. There'll be plenty. I don't know mm-hmm. how to. There's a, the there's a male way. dwarf, and all. The only part of the conversation here is like, so which tunnels do you mind? Oh. Fade to black. <laughs> fade to black. And now we fade into probably the uh, the happiest moment Victor's had in a very long time where he sits down and there is probably... I'm, I'm imagining a family style, just mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like this buffet that's in the middle of this oversized large... Um, table that's made for humans mind you yeah and things bigger right medium-sized creatures mm-hmm. there's one gigantic table that feels like that's for something much bigger okay if, but so, uh, so when the local minotaurs come to call they're very accommodating yes clearly. absolutely um just little little things to take note this uh this hotel feels very new Mm-hmm. Very new, um, to the point that it feels like there should be some artwork hung up, but it's not hung up yet. Um, there seems like there's still like a, there's definitely a carpenter around, like still sizing some things mm-hmm. up, still hammering some nails mm-hmm. and stuff. But as you're eating, 
describe to me how wonderful or not wonderful. What is your ex food experience at this table? I think well, we're all just very happy to have some actual food yeah, instead of just some surface flavored gruel. Right. Uh, Lance was going to be asking Victor questions. Like, is this what you eat in this port all the time? Well, uh, typically not so much of a varied smorgasbord, but uh, yeah, that's the gist of it. This is delicious. Of course, my uh, options were limited uh, with my ingredients, but uh, yeah, we. Uh, when we get uh, up to the surface, you're more than welcome to come back to Mistport with me. Well, uh, I'll, I'll show you the, the width and breadth of uh, uh, delicacy options. Uh, it is, is, this is delightful. Delicious. I would love to. Your um, food is a lot heavier than what I'm used to, but it's good. Well, thank you very much. I will take that as a compliment in which it was clearly intended. But I appreciate Terry is it. just, she's so full and just, <laughs> she's like, she doesn't eat like this at home. Well, your scones were mighty tasty. You did excellent work. Did I do a good job beating the cream? Uh, uh, no one can beat her like you, Vladislav. <laughs> well, thank you. There's a lot left there's over. There's a Vladislav the beater. That's what we should call you. So I'm going to make sure Sarah tries everything. Mm. He has to try at least a little bit of everything. Oh, he's so are you, uh, are you like a... Uh, uh, are you like a Jewish grandmother, Sarah? Like yeah. you need to add, yeah, have that, and yeah. then also have this. I right. don't care how full you are. <laughs> yeah, because he is super full right now. He's super full, but like he's probably never had anything resembling all of this tasty surface food because underdark and crap. Mm -hmm. So no, he is he is busy shoveling his face full of all the surface world food, and he and he and he looks at you all, and he's like, I have never had a meal like this. Never. <laughs> well, this is the food you find in the surface world? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This. See? This is everything I want, I want in my life. <laughs> I need to be a part of your surface world. <laughs> well, you are more than welcome to come back to Mistport with me also. Or if you'd uh, prefer to go off uh, Tears Way, I'm sure there's plenty of uh, nuts and berries and fruits and, I don't know, dry. A few millennia of... Uh, culinary uh, tradition in Evermeet has uh, afforded us some pretty pretty good cuisine. And excellent scones. Mm. Yeah, because I imagine where you're from, there's actually it's less heavier foods, more lighter, fluffier stuff, it's but all, a whole lot yeah. of pastries and desserts, a lot flaky, more of that kind mm -hmm. of flaky things. Mm -hmm. So you're used to that. And especially uh, because you're like military trained, they have a very probably regiment like diet plan that you have to follow. Mm -hmm. So and Terry shot all that to hell. She's like, <laughs> nope, I don't have anyone to answer to right now besides my god, and my god is the god of sunshine, and he wants me to be happy. So <laughs> that's what you're saying is you're shoveling yeah. like bits of fried. Paler, be blessed and give me some more of this good food. Now, Vladislav, what do your people eat? Whatever's around, really. Well, that that's helpful. I don't. Well, the gruel that 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 Wheatler makes, it, it that goes very much to home, and we have some fruits okay. that we would mix with with our. So this is like super new for you oh, too. Yes, this is wonderful. I love it. It's delicious. I have, have some more mashed potatoes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever those are, but uh, potato. They're very potato. -like. They're potato like. Yes. 
What's the Underdark? I imagine there's lots of potatoes. Oh. oh. Yeah, but not generally they're mashed not, butter and They're garlic. not white and fluffy, though. They are, mm. <laughs> at this point, yeah, they're kind they're of green. Dark and angry. Dark and angry. Are they like purple potatoes? Oh, they're, purple potatoes oh, yeah. are amazing. Oh, they're the best. Purple ta- potatoes mm. are the best. Roasted purple potatoes are some of so my favorite good. foods in the world. So uh, these are purple potatoes. <laughs> Yum. Um, yeah, there's some purple potatoes. There's some uh, a bright green almost like a like a broccoli but it's like a bright oh, like you that maybe i made a gravy out of the glowing liquid oh yeah you could <laughs> so anybody who dips uh anything into the the gravy from until their next rest you get five temporary hit points that so sounds great I, but I have a feeling we're all going to be resting we're gonna be after rest. yeah so i don't think we're going to get them just let you know this isn't good. a meal you eat when you have something to do after uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. So the fans said no thanks to a lack of a song at the end of a show. Got Twitter spanked, which made James Tyler think. Got upset, then drank with cosplay skanks. Got a little rowdy, caused a stank. Should've cast blank, but wit's too slow cause of all the drink. Cast in large, but miscast drink. Embarrass him, but still had game. Sorry girl, didn't catch your name. Sunny D and something fizzy You know I'm a gentleman with ginger hair Rolling dice, try not to stare Damn girl, hate to kick you out But North by Northwest needs a shout Don't act so surprised We ride or die with them dice Dress them stories up nice Diddle the fans once or twice Have you met us? We entice Catching all the honeys with fly Know where epic levels lie You like vibes? We got vibes You want fries? Let's order fries You like pies? Then you need to try Sweet style of